0: Morris Costumes brought animatronics with new eyes and motors to the annual Buyer's Show in Las Vegas. That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the HAN Show, we bring the haunted attraction industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences worldwide. Whether you're a professional or an enthusiast, each episode helps you better prepare for Halloween. Outside this podcast, we have videos, education, and a free weekly industry newsletter. Links to everything are in the show notes. The newsletter is the best thing to subscribe to, actually, because it has everything every week. Okay, founded in 1960, Morris Costumes is a wholesaler distributing tens of thousands of Halloween products. Over the years, they've become known for their animatronics, and they debuted several new models at this year's retail show. The Halloween and Party Expo, held every January, is where Halloween retail stores go to buy for the upcoming Halloween season. For haunters, the trends at this show are key because they determine what your customers will see in stores this fall. Today, we'll discuss the new technology trends in consumer-grade animatronics and whether the pending recession will impact Halloween with Sean Morris. here, Sean.
1: My name's Sean Morris, and I'm with Morris Costumes. And we are a wholesale distributor of a lot of items, but Halloween animatronics are our main display, at least here at this show. What are you excited about this year? So we have just come out with quite a large line of what we feel are some of the hottest new and moving animated pieces on the market. We've brought several out that are just at some amazing prices and quite a few of them with some new servo motors that have multiple movements as far as the head that just brings an uber realism to them. Is
0: that what you think sets it apart, is extra motors in the head, basically?
1: Yeah, I think we just have some just standout pieces from that standpoint, yeah. Okay. Do you have any specifics, physical specific um, ones? Some of the top ones we're excited about is our new Carnival Barker, which is right here in the middle of our booth. Our new Servo Witch, which is up there. We've also got what's called the Inferno Scarecrow which just has a very violent arm movement, which is sure to scare everybody. Tell me about the Carnival Barker. That one seems very advanced. It is. It has the new servo motor in the head, which makes them actually do three or four full movements out of it. Also has the new eyes that we digitized, which look like animated eyeballs, which are moving, yeah. which is new technology to us. And this one we've actually programmed with a Morris costume saying "Step right up to catch your Morris costume pieces." But he has another saying which comes with the production line.
0: So it's really the digi plus the head movement. Digi
1: plus the new servo movements in the head.
0: Yep. And let's talk a little bit about trends, right? Because you do this wholesale show, but you also do the haunt stuff. You know a lot of the Hauntas really well, but you also know the retail. Yeah, So talk to me about what you guys are seeing from the trend side.
1: Yeah, I will say the pieces are becoming more lifelike in comparison to when these first came out. Not only has the price come down on them drastically, Uh, When animated props first came out, the cheapest animated prop you could get was $1,000, even at wholesale pricing, and that's something that we've tried to relay even between haunters and the end consumer. The end consumer doesn't understand that this is fairly inexpensive in the realm of animated pieces. And yes, the original parts, you were lucky if you had two motors, now they're getting four and five separate motors per item, which just creates more of a realism to where eyelids start to move, mouth almost has facial expressions. This one actually is looking up and down and side to side while moving the mouth and the eyes are opening and closing. And so, they're a lot more impressive.
0: The end user, or the end consumer, is seeing much more advanced movements in stuff at their local party store. Is that impacting the haunts at all?
1: I think that it's, What I hope is that, at least for a lot of the Haunt guys, and particularly that a lot of the guys at Transworld that are custom-making stuff, I think it gives them opportunities to up their game and really make it more impressive. To where people are almost getting a Disney-like experience that they can have in their living room. I think it's impressive. I think kids now are gonna have a way better childhood than I did growing up because the pieces actually look real. It just opens your imagination for bigger and better things.
0: And let's finish up with a little bit about pricing. Sure. There's a lot of concern right now with all of Halloween, right? Because Halloween is a discretional thing. A lot of the end consumers purchase Halloween with disposable income and discretionary income. And so there's a lot of talk about recessions and prices and inflation and all that kind of stuff. What are you seeing?
1: We're very optimistic and bullish on this year. We feel that we're on the back end of the recession portion. One of the things is, at least in the Halloween industry, is Halloween over the years has trended to be basically recession proof. I think that there's a lot of things that, that come about in Halloween. One, people are spending the money on themselves. Yep. It's not like for Christmas to where they have to go out and buy something for others. And also, it's a great escape for people. So even if the economy was to get worse, people then get to set their all the bad the negativity aside. It's one night where they can They let their imagination go wild. They can be somebody that they're not. It gives them a reason to go out and have a good time. So it's escapism, escapism. Yeah. yeah. While they may trend down necessarily on the dollar amount that they're spending across the board, even then, uh, we've not seen that as a trend over the last 60 years that we've been doing this as a company. So. That doesn't concern me, but I really feel like we're on the back end of this as an economy. It's January, but it's
0: been strong so far for you all. So
1: far, we've done great at this show, and I've already reprinted orders twice, which we weren't expecting. And at least least from our standpoint, I don't see that.
0: Today's episode was edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. Support for today's episode comes from Gantam Lightning and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. From Dark Hour to Netherworld, Super Mario Land, to Hagrid's bike, Gantam goes where other fixtures can't. See what you're missing with a free demo? Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. The HAN team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Luis Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Until next time, stay scary.
1: This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.